Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. Hi, this is Sheila. Hi, this is Monica. This is Leanne. You're, You're listening, listening to Satellite Sisters, Sisters to Go. Your pronunciation of the word grocery, 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 has always baffled us. So much more dramatic than I expected for a report on laundry. I know all you men out there would want us to test sports bras every week. Grocery. But then it wouldn't be called lab rats. It'd be called boob rats. <laughs> grocery store. We're going to take our clothes off and spit mist. <laughs> Did you know it makes a great sex toy? Hey. <laughs> yeah. I think one of the rats just went under the table there in Portland. <laughs> oh, boy, this is going to be rough. Oh. Look at us, we're beautiful. All the people push and pull by. We are the Satellite Sisters, and you know what that means. That's right. You asked for it, and the lab rats are here today. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm here with all four of my sisters, all five Satellite Sisters, including two lab rats, on the show today. Monica and Sheila, glad to have you back two weeks in a row. What's going on with the two of you? (laughs) We've had a surge, right, Monica? Yeah, we had a surge. Uh, and uh, we're just happy to be back again. And we, we're, we're really excited to bring the lab rats back today. Aren't I, we, Sheila? I'm totally, I'm totally stoked. Can you give us a little hint of what's going to be happening? Well, well we, we have got... Go ahead, Monica. <laughs> well, we alluded to it last week when Sheila suggested I take a walk because it was my birthday. It's getting older. I take a walk down the Freedom Mile at the drugstore. <laughs> All righty. Okay, let's let's just hold the rest of that. <laughs> Julie Dolan is in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Julie. Hey, Leanne. I'm happy to be with everyone today and can't wait for um, a new installment of the Lab Rats. And Liz is putting the Satellite and Satellite Sisters today. Liz, you are in Brazil. That is correct, sisters. I am in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I got here yesterday, and I'm here ostensibly for the board of directors meeting for the National Geographic Channel. Once a year, that board meeting happens outside the U.S. or the U.K. Last year, you may recall, I went to India for this meeting. This year, they decided to have it in Brazil, so uh, I'm here. Uh, But one of my best friends, Mark, lives here in Sao Paulo, so I'm actually at his house right now, and I'm pretty much on a tropical juice tour of Brazil. <laughs> if, you, if you follow me on Facebook, and if you don't, you, will, you, you should, because there's breaking news like, did you know they serve guava juice on Korean Airlines? Uh, so <laughs> I posted that picture last night. First of all, did you know Korean Airlines was the only airline to have a nonstop flight from California to Brazil. Who would have guessed that? That makes me I, suspicious. <laughs> I don't know why. Liz, I was really suspicious too, Leanne. But... I was confused because I thought you said you were going to South America, but then I saw you were on Korean air. So I, I was confused by that. I'm glad you cleared that up. Well, you know what? I did that on purpose, Monica. There's something like I just feel like security-wise, my Facebook page shouldn't always make it exactly clear where I am. <laughs> I like to confuse the people a little bit. So, yes, there is a nonstop flight. So if if you're in Seoul and you're the 
most of LA, LA, Brazil. So this is like the second. So I was pretty bedraggled by the time we got here, but even more, the people who had gotten on in Seoul looked pretty bad. And uh, no amount of guava juice could revive them. Nope. Um, and there was, a, there was a little bit of a fear that I was going to end up in immigration jail because my brand new Brazilian uh, visa which um, U.S. residents have to have a visa to come to Brazil. There was sort of a misunderstanding on the application. And, you know, my birthday is 9-11, which then that was, that's what was written on the form. But because the, the way they work in other parts of the world, that made it onto my visa as November 9th. So I was hoping nobody would notice that they had just a small matter of my birthday was incorrect. Um, but luckily they didn't notice. So I had, so I had the very nice guava juice on my way down and that just sent me on this juice fest. Uh, and just a few minutes ago, I posted a picture of the most excellent tangerine juice. I oh, had that, that looked good. That looks tasty, doesn't it? Anyway, that's pretty yes. much my, my complete report from Brazil it, so far is juice related. <laughs> Well, that's good. It's good to know, Liz, you will have branded a Brazilian juice fast by the time you get home. <laughs> so, it's a 13-hour flight, so work on TMing that whole thing, okay? Okay, gotcha. And Monica, you have a report from the city of Portland. I do. I have a story that came out this week. A lot of comments, a uh, lot of talk. Um, it's not an episode of Portlandia, but I'm sure it will show up. In uh, this year's show. So it was, uh, they profiled a woman who had found a way to make money as a professional cuddler. (laughs) Professional cuddler, did you say? She's a cuddler. Um, uh, She is the first professional cuddler in Portland, but apparently this happens in other cities. So you hire her 60 bucks an hour. She comes over fully clothed, she (laughs) remains fully clothed, and she said she's willing to be the big spoon or the little spoon. Oh, no. (laughs) Sheila, I knew this story would send you over the edge. And she just cuddles people, and she holds on to them, and uh, she wears socks, which I appreciated, and I hope the other person's wearing socks. And she she charges 60 bucks an hour. Or you can have her for the whole night for non-sexual. Well, she said it was not cuddling. Um, she hugs people. She'll meet you, you know, at a coffee shop, and you can just pay for her to hug you. Um, anyways, unusual way to make money. Wow! And how did house business? Was there any indication how business is? I think this is how she makes a living. So I think it's pretty good. And let me tell you, she got a lot of time in the local paper and in the local news this week. So I'm sure she'll have a lot more partners. It just sounds slightly dangerous to me. (laughs) And stupid. I mean, what kind of person just wants a cuddle? Exactly. (laughs) From a stranger. You know, a cuddle's nice, but not from a stranger. (laughs) It is It is also a business that if you were analyzing businesses, this one would be known as having a low barrier to entry, you know, like, like once you establish cuddling as a business, everyone can go into that business with very, very little training. It's a low barrier to entry. You're right, Liz. Thank you for pointing that out. Um, yeah. 
what are her physical attributes and do they, do they contribute to her ability to cuddle one way or the other? Well, she's female and she's young. Okay. So oh, I think that, that is not good, a certain demographic. She's small. Um, they had a picture of her in the paper cuddling a very large man. Um, oh, see? Oh, God. Oh. I know, Leon. I know. It's It said she, you know, she vets all of her clients first in the coffee shop to see, I guess, if they're cover worthy. And she does... Oh. <laughs> She does have a non-lethal weapon with her the entire time. And so what I guess would that would be? What, 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 what is the cuddler? What is I, would take, I would take bear spray with me. <laughs> or pepper spray. So, yeah, you're right, Liz. Probably this will turn into a big thing and she'll have a lot of competition in a few weeks. So. Yeah, I would just think if you were if you were the type of person that needed to cuddle so bad that you'd hire someone that you want kind of a squishy person, you know? You don't really want you want someone Lynn, like, I, squishy. I'm with you. Yeah. You want a a big woman. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> not not too hairy. No. I don't want a lot of hair no, when I'm just, cuddling. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. young and, and that doesn't young and small doesn't actually seem that cuddly. <laughs> frankly. Or you'd want a puppy. Why really? <laughs> really, I, I you'd want someone like Ferris, Liz's dog. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Liz, yes. I was just I was thinking how this could expand <laughs> to the to maybe a part-time job for Ferris while you're away. <laughs> well, you know, he is a dog. Like, some dogs really enjoy full-body contact. You know, they like to be up close with their humans mm-hmm. as much as possible. Ferris is one of those dogs. So, um, yeah, I think renting a dog, you'd get a lot of the same thrill. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I do, too. And it's less weird. To do, it's less weird, frankly, in, a, in an odd way. <laughs> Well, I am looking forward to the Portlandia version of that because it will be very funny. So Mm -hmm. looking forward to that. Yeah, people think they make up some of that stuff in the TV show Portlandia. But, uh, you know, I think we're here to tell you that it's nothing compared to the actual Portland. (laughs) All right, Julie, I know you had a rundown of some news stories you wanted to go through today. I did. I, sisters, I wanted to talk about the best news story of the week and the worst news story of the week. And let's just start with the best news story. And, Leon, this is something that caught your eye. I caught, caught millions. I, I suspect billions of people saw the story of Miles Scott, five years old, the Bat Kid. This was made possible through the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And he is, he is a cancer survivor. He's five years old. He was diagnosed with leukemia when he was 18 months old, and he had just finished um, all of his um, chemotherapy. He was in remission, and what he wanted to do was to be Batman and save Gotham City. And the whole city of San Francisco, it seems like, got behind this, Leon, right? That they you know, had- the, what was great about this, Julie, was the concept was so fantastic just to hear about it. But even better was the execution. Like, he was even better in real life, Little Miles. Yes, he was. He was great. I think he was a little overwhelmed at first, you know, as he was fighting the Riddler and he was driving around in a Lamborghini that was set up as the Batmobile and the huge crowds. I think those were kind of unexpectedly in that they in San Francisco, they had thousands and thousands of people that came out to see Batman, Little Miles um, Scott. Um, battled the bad guys and and saved Gotham City. But 
I, it's just in a week when there was so much bad news to have such an uplifting story, to have such a great organization. The Make-A-Wish Foundation does this all over the country to help children that have been battling disease, to have them have a very, very special time or day. I mean, but this one in particular was spectacular. We could not get enough of it at our house. It was like all miles all day. Just the boys loved it. My husband loved it. Fantastic news story. Maybe news story of the year for me. Yes, I mean, and you don't and you don't tire of it. No, no. how many? I mean, it's just it's it was very good, and you just wish uh, Miles and his family well. Yes. And uh, and you know, five years old, it's the perfect age. Okay, it is an absolutely perfect age, and he has a great, great memory. And uh, that, there you have it. So that was the best. Okay, now let's just get to, in my opinion, the wor- the worst news story of the week, and that would be that would be. I know you're going to be surprised when you hear this. Maybe not, but that would be when 23 year old Evan Spiegel who is the CEO of Snapchat. Do you know this Snapchat? It's an application. He turned down a $3 billion deal um, to have Facebook buy his company. Okay, he's 23 years old, and he turned down $3 billion. Okay, Uh, I I just, uh, to me, it's the worst story because, first of all, he thinks he can get a lot more money. Like, I mean, you have $3 billion. How much more money do you need? Okay. How much more money do you need? Okay. So I, I, I think there is a greed thing there that I just don't understand. Okay. So that's the first thing. And then of course, uh, a little bit of jealousy on my part, no doubt, but I, I mean, Snapchat. Okay. I don't even believe that it works. This is an application. (laughs) This is an application where you're able to share photos and text instantaneously. And for 10 seconds, you can see it. And then it quote unquote disappears. And then it's gone forever. Well, that doesn't work. Okay. It's somewhere. Okay. I maybe, maybe Evan can't find it. Maybe Mark Zuckerberg, but it, it's after sending nude photos on Snapchat. It's going to, it's, you're going, they're going to be, they're going to. That's a good point. He should have just taken the money before people figured out where all those Snapchat photos were. (laughs) But all right. The only part of the story that I kind of liked is when I'm, I'm, I don't want to use the word snotty little Evan Spiegel, 23 year old, $3 billion, but I'm going to say that. But when he turned to Mark Zuckerberg, who, you know, I also, I'm not that fond of the head of Facebook because I think he has probably made too much money for his own good. But nonetheless, what he's, what Evan said to Mark was, he said, teens don't like Facebook. Okay. Okay, so that you know that hurt Mark Zuckerberg's um, uh, feelings because he is the current, right? He wears the hoodie sweatshirt and, you know, he is always going to be cool and hip. Well, guess what? You're not. Well, and here's the thing for you had your moment, okay? It was Friday when you turned down $3 billion because I'm telling you, Evan, there is some 13 year old that is sitting at home, tap, 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 working up some other app. That's going to totally obliterate okay? and the teens are going to flock to that new thing. Okay. And so you'll be over. Okay. You yeah. had your movement and you blew it. So that's in my mind, that's, 
I, I, hope, I hope it's they my 15 They just don't hear the TikTok the way they should. No. They just, it's, it's, they're already closing in on you, Evan, and you just don't hear the clock ticking. That's it, Liz. So, uh, so That's again. some tough tech talk from Julie Dolan, I must say. <laughs> I just okay. wish we knew one of those 13-year-olds, right? That's what we have to do, is we have to grow or identify one of those 13-year-olds that's going to get the next $3 billion offer. And then that 13-year-old would at least be surrounded by some sensible aunts who would tell him or her to take the money. And run. Just take the money and run. That's plenty. That's plenty of money. Three billion dollars. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Okay, there you go. Uh, you know, just FYI, uh, Colin's down on his computer right now. So I don't know what he's doing, but it could be the next Snapchat, or it could just be gaming. Is what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm guessing. <laughs> okay. The, uh, the other, you know, the, the other story that made Bat Kids so great this week was the bizarre week of Alec Baldwin. And Sheila, you are our resident fake psychologist. So I just wanted to take you through okay. some of the events. You know, I have said several times over the last couple of years here, I don't understand how Alec Baldwin manages to get himself in the news every single week. Like every week he gets in the news for okay. something. He has said something or punched somebody or turned down something or announced or picked up his pregnant wife yeah yes, announced yes, a fake senate yeah. run i mean he just he just really manages to get himself in the news but this week sheila he was actually in the news for a legitimate reason that stalk that woman that was stalking him the canadian actress with uh with whom she claimed right. he had an affair uh, she was convicted of stalking so so but then so he had a win. So he had a win on Tuesday. It was clear that he was actually being stalked by a crazy person. But then on Wednesday, he became the crazy person and he went out in front of his house. He had his wife. Is she his wife, Sheila? I don't know. That the, the mother yes, of his child. Ma- okay. Yes. So he had his wife and three month old. I did feel sorry for him because he was the the townhouse where he lives was surrounded by paparazzi and press. But again, Every week he says something that gets him in the press. So he kind of brought it on himself. And then he got into a fight with the reporters and the paparazzi there, threatening to sue a reporter who he claimed hit his wife in the face with a microphone. And then he tossed out an anti-gay slur and now has actually, like, had his talk show taken away from him on MSNBC. Sheila, what right. is wrong with Alec uh, Baldwin? What is wrong with well, him, Sheila? What's your diagnosis? Well, well he has a lot going on there. Um, uh, it's, number one, malignant narcissism. So that's just for starters. Um, he, what's the malignant also, part? I understand the narcissism, but what's uh, malingering about it? No, no, that's that is the um, highest level of narcissism that you can reach, Leanne. That that is clinical. Uh, that is that is the type of thing where you need to be institutionalized. Really, he should be away at a nice home, a really nice institution for a very long time. And uh, and what is his wife's name? Melania? I forget. Hilaria, something like that. Hilaria, she, you know, she should just take the money and run too. I mean, she needs to, now that she has the baby, we know she wanted the baby. Um, he's also delusional, Leanne. Okay. Um, and I, I believe that the stalker thing, 
is a projectional, um, I don't know what they would call that, but it's definite projection <laughs> now that he is. And yeah, probably if you had had any real psychological training, you would know what to call that. <laughs> right. But you're taking the, a stab at it. And the last thing he is, he's a bad boy from Long Island land. Oh. He just wants to get in a fight. Like he, 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 everybody's, he's just wants to throw a punch, throw a mic or take someone down. And, and that's just, he's impolite, really. He's, he's everything. He's everything from impolite to narcissistic. He covers everything. Whew, okay. Um, that explains I, it then. Right. I mean, you can, uh, uh, Dr. Dolan, though, what would you say about just the fundamental protective instinct that his family gets swamped and he's trying to protect that? That at least is a, that's a reasonable instinct, correct? No, that's ego is, that's <laughs> egoism. That's extreme egotistical, um, delusional, malignant, <laughs> delusional narcissism. Psychotic. <laughs> oh, psychotic too. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's that's his ego because he has nothing going on. So people are coming after him. He has to drum it up. He has to, you know, f- fantasize. That's that's extreme. Uh, okay. Fantasy <laughs> and delusion, Leanne. Need I say more? No, I. I think you've said it all. I think he's, you've now diagnosed him with everything he could possibly diagnose with. But I, I think you're not far off, frankly, Doctor Dolan, because it is nutty how every week he does or says something. That gets him in the news. So thank you for that analysis, Sheila. That really helps me understand him. There are <laughs> places for people like him, Leanne. Okay. Uh, that's all yes, I'm but I thought places for people like him was cable news. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that's why they all ended up with their own shows on cable news. So it's just but a shame that he blew Excellent. even that gig because that is where people like that should be. The explosive, narcissistic, delusional characters. <laughs> oh my gosh, Lee. Thank you for sharing that with me. All right. I'm, I'm, I know you've been in a cave. I know you've been working hard all week at school and also on the lab rats. Right, I think it is time for the lab rats. We would take an official break and everything, but I'm afraid if we hang up, we'll never get Liz back in Brazil. So uh, just pretend there's some dramatic intro music here. All right. Take and it. here we go, Monica. Take it away, Rats. Oh, my God. We are the lab rats. This is Sheila Dolan. We are older and fresher. After this week's journey, this is Sheila Dolan in Los Angeles, Monica Dolan in Portland, Oregon, of course. And Lab Rats is the time, it was the time of the show, (laughs) when Monica and I road-tested consumer products and reported back on our findings. Right, Monica? That's right. And this week, Lab Rats were taking a trip down the Freedom Isle, or as Sheila likes to call it, the Freedom Trail. (laughs) She brought this up on last week's show. I'm getting older, and she suggested I go down the Freedom Isle. And yes, we're going to be testing feminine products for older rats. I mean, females, females like us. Trip That's down right. The Freedom and, Isle. Oh my gosh! And as Leon said, Leon, you said on last week's show that you never have to use a public restroom again, mm-hmm. right? Um, if, and, and, but we want to say right now, Monica and I are walking a fine line, aren't we, Monica, (laughs) between, um, we want to be able to make it to the restroom. We, we, we still want to use a public restroom, but we want, 
an extra layer of protection, don't we, Monica? That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fine. We just. It's a fine line. So we, um, what we did was we tested three different subcategories of Freedom products. Monica, why don't you lay them out? Personal cleansers, uh, <laughs> personal wipes, and wait for it, wait for it, panty liners, panty <laughs> liners. So I'm embarrassed already to <laughs> dot, delve into this report, but Sheila made me do this. And I told her last night, if I end up with some horrible rash this weekend, <laughs> you're going to pay. Oh, Monica, come on. I mean, as Monica said, on our, we pre-produced this segment, by the way. I just want people to know that. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday. And Monica said she would not speak of certain things <laughs> on this week's broadcast. But, I, I, you know, I'm not embarrassed. I never have been. Uh, and I'm not embarrassed at all to go down the Freedom Mile. So let's talk about our methodology and what we were looking for. Um, once again, I go down the Freedom Mile pretty much every day at Target. <laughs> I just like to stay up on the new products that are out there uh, for you. But what I'm looking for is I'm looking for freshness, of course, number one. I'm looking for a good price point, Monica. <laughs> and... Uh, I'm looking this later for ability. <laughs> Monica, what's your, what, was, what was your methodology? Well, I already admitted to you that I was just really embarrassed mm -hmm. to buy these products. Mm -hmm. So I, I kind of went far afield. I went to this Walgreens in what I would call an outer borough. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be sure you didn't run into anyone you knew? Liz, there was no way I was going to my local Rite Aid. There was just no way because I could never go back there again. This is how embarrassed I was. But I want to tell you, the Freedom Mile was very crowded on a Thursday night. Um, I had to sort of jockey for position with the other women. And considering I can't read anything, you know, I have no idea what the prices of these things were. I just was hugely relieved when the sales clerk came over and she said I could make my purchases at the cosmetics counter. So oh. that was, you know, I had my own private little cash register that I could use. Um, well, my methodology is, let's just say I am devoted a lot of time to some personal areas this week that I normally don't care about. Um, that was really my methodology. <laughs> That you've all but given yeah. up on? Is that would that be fair to say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> all right, we are, we are the lab rats. We are the lab rats. Just remind people we're testing feminine products. And by the way, that aisle, the Freedom Isle, is often called uh, feminine um, feminine care and family planning. But we can skip the family planning because we're not planning any families, right, Monica? Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> Not anymore. Um, so we're going to start with the personal cleansers. Now, uh, we are going to use our old rating system, pause up or pause down, uh, for these products. So there is a proliferation of feminine cleansers out there, and we want to kind of break it down, don't we, Monica? Well, you do, yes. Um, well, here's the thing. <laughs> it started with the aggressive advertising of summer's eve when they put on your tv every night several times a, a show uh the new power of the v campaign you've all seen it yes 
-hmm. Now that's what they wanted to do was they wanted to insert <laughs> pun intended. They wanted to insert a feminine cleanser in your shower. So it wasn't enough to use the dove or the body soap or whatever you were using. You had to have a separate personal cleanser. Is that true, Monica? Yes, that is true. I, I'm I'm gonna tell you, I'm just gonna admit right now, I I could not even test this because the power of V is just too much like V power. And that's the gasoline I use at the Shell station. Well, you know, I usually fall for that kind of advertising pretty much across the board. Am I right, sisters? Yes. 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 I like a, a jazzy, you know, graphic. I like the powerful advertising. I like the purple bottle. But I have to say, I, I went for something completely different. I tried the Power of V. Um, it's basically four sixty nine. You can get it at your Walgreens. You can get it at your Rite Aid. And I believe you can get it at a Dwayne Reed, mm. which, I mean, it's scary to think that a Dwayne Reed does have a Freedom Mile. Mm. I, I know it's in the basement. <laughs> we know that for sure. But I'm going to go for a higher price point here, Monica. I'm going to go for something which I discovered um, I just say a few months ago, um, I'm going to go with a Luvina prebiotic wash. That's right. <laughs> I can't even I, guess what that would I do. I don't even, what the, what the farfic right. name well, is that? Well, well, okay, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm into probiotics. I'm into postbiotics. And now I'm into a prebiotic. This is a wonderful product I want to introduce everyone to. It's called Luvina. It's paraben-free. It's everything free. It's a daily therapeutic wash. Um, for it sounds like it's some sort of a like, preoperative scrub you might use before going into <laughs> surgery. And that's what the bottle looks like, and I appreciate that. I don't need a purple bottle. I want a plain white and green pH balanced, bioactive <laughs> enzymes, silk amino acids. I want it all, Monica. But it I sounds want... like Activia, actually. <laughs> like, <laughs> it is. Is some Activia. Well, you know, repeated washing with ordinary cleansers, Liz, can disrupt our natural defenses. And I would... Okay. Are you are you reading that off the bottle? <laughs> yes. Okay. The surface. <laughs> the surface of the skin has microprotective barrier of lipids, Liz, and um, I I enjoy this product, but it is seven ninety nine for six ounces. It is worth the price, ladies. Luvina Prebiotic Daily Therapeutic Wash, Monica. And how how many paws are you going to give that? Two paws up. I mean, totally. I'm I'm hooked. I'm completely hooked on it. Uh, so did you wash yourself at all this week? What did you do? I don't understand. Did you just skip over the washes? I skipped over the washes. I said it was just too many steps. I would start oh, with okay. the product. So let, let's go on to the personal wipes. Okay. Let's, uh, let's, let's do that now. Um, you know, my thing with wipes is basically, uh, I think I'm going to go back to a price point here, Monica, and the, the Summer's Eve wipes, you've seen them, the Power of the V. You can get 16 wipes for $279. Um, and 
I think they've gone overboard in 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 the packaging to make it look discreet. I don't care. If you're at the point where you have to use personal wipes, just get out a baby wipe. I mean, <laughs> in fact, that's what I want to promote on the show today. A Walgreens premium baby wipe. You get 72 for 212. Take a few of those, put them in a plastic bag and put and shove them in your purse. I don't I don't want um, a separate packaging that looks with flowers on it if I'm walking into the bathroom. Everyone's going to know that it's a personal wipe, Monica. Right. I'd rather, rather keep a tub of baby wipes on my front seat, and if I need one, just grab it. <laughs> or, or keep a tub of baby wipes in my bathroom, and no one knows what I'm really using it for. I could be washing well, my face. Well, you don't have a baby in there. <laughs> Well, I do the family planning. What can I say? So so I I did buy the personal wipes. So I purchased the the Always brand clean wipes. And their motto is feel clean wherever you go. Okay. Um, These are alcohol free. So I appreciated that. Um, Didn't seem like a good place to use alcohol down there. Um, What I did, Sheila, I bought the travel pack. So there are 20 individually wrapped, they're wipes to go. And I figured I might actually use these like on an airplane, you know, I'm using the airplane restroom. Okay. All right. I hear you. Here's what I did not like about them. They were very cold and very wet. (laughs) And that was not a good feeling. Well, I, I, Monica, I, I would say that a wipe is a wipe is a wipe. If you are at the point where you, they're all cold and wet. They're supposed to be. Well, I'm sorry. I just, you know, I would just brace yourself for that sensation. I did. Oh, okay. It. it was also highly scented. Um, but I guess that's really what you're after at this point is something that's highly scented. So yeah, and you're I'm very sense sensitive. You have a lot I, of sense-related I, I, allergies. It was the cold and wet, but I can see their usefulness, especially when you're traveling <laughs> and you don't feel as fresh and you have to use a lot of public restrooms. So I would say not bad. I'll tuck a few in my purse. I'm going to give the always clean wipes one paw up. <laughs> Okay. Well, I give the wall, I give the Walgreens baby wipes one paw up. I mean, it can double as, um, in, again, in your car, if you have a stain, if you spill some coffee, just can get out the wipe. <laughs> you can do anything with them. That's why I like them, Monica. Um, with a feminine wipe, you can only do one thing and everybody knows what you're doing. So I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm going to move. Can we move on? Yes, let's move on to the last category. Now, sisters, I want to ask, has anyone tried these at all? I mean, sisters, have you have you been down the Freedom Mile yet? What category are we in now? Here we go. Uh, Monica, we are on to our next category, which is panty liners. Panty liners. <laughs> uh, okay. I would say about panty liners is, you know, there's a lot of things out there that look like panty liners. And, uh, they're just thin. Uh, they're somewhere between a Depends and a sanitary napkin. And I don't know. They're thinner than that. Anyways, it was confusing for me. 
I, I, I like, I'd like to define panty liner for everyone today <laughs> because I looked it up. And just so we know, it, it is an absorbent piece of material used for feminine hygiene. And did you know where it is? Um, it is worn in something. It's actually called the gusset of the woman's panties. <laughs> I don't know if you guys knew. If you were familiar with the word gusset. No. Um, no. But that is a new word for me, too. So I thought I'd share that with you. And I love panty liners. But in my research, um, uh, you know, a lot of people are concerned about the environment. And I am, too. But um, and there's a there's a lot. There are a lot of companies that make organic panty liners. Um, in fact, there are many companies that make reusable panty liners. Um, no, that's and, not possible. Well, no, no, that is possible, Julie. It is out there, and people are using them. But here's what I want to say. I am, con I am very concerned. I, I drive a hybrid car. Um, but when, I want to re when I'm concerned about my carbon footprint, I do not want to consider the gusset of my panties <laughs> as, a, as a way to reduce my carbon footprint. I'd like to go for something big like a car. <laughs> So I, I have been using, and I really appreciate um, the always extra, extra protection. And it's a new product, and I think it's just exactly for women in our age group, Monica. It gives you an extra protection. Um, it's got an extra layer of absorption in case you need it. And um, a 100 regular day liners, daily liners that you can use. I've been wearing them, love them, and you can get them at Target in the Freedom Isle. Okay, I think we really, really disagree on the whole panty liners thing. First of oh my all, gosh. first of all, there are just so many models. There were all of these alluring features. I you, did you see the brand called Radiant? What is oh, well, that? Well, Radiant again, it's a purple and pink box. Yes, um, it's it's like uh, triple clean wipes. You know, uh, not wipes, panty liners, and um, that's that's just an advertising campaign, Monica. Okay, uh, all right. I don't want to fall for that, but there's also like I was wondering, do I need the Acti Fresh or the Odor Core or these Stay Put Whisper Wings? It just there was a lot out there, so um, I went with the Always brand, incredibly thin linens. I guess. Or liners. I guess I just don't really see the point of these things. Either oh, I have to go to the restroom or I don't. And I did not. <laughs> it's, it's an either or for me. And I did not enjoy the sensation of having like a crinkly scented piece of paper in my underwear. In your gusset. In, my, in your gusset. In your gusset. In my, I don't want a piece of paper in my gusset. So I'm just sorry. I'm sorry, Sheila. Two thumbs down from this rat. That was a oh, waste no. for me. Well, I, I give two thumbs up uh, to my brand, um, which is uh, what, the Stay Free Extra Fresh. And um, I'm sorry. It is uh, always <laughs> extra protection. It doesn't matter. It's... Um, and I just like now, the little supposed, diagrams. It's supposed to matter because you're doing a product review. <laughs> <laughs> because we're going to get 100 emails about what was the panty liner, Sheila, liked? 
<laughs> Always extra protection, leak guard core. Um, and it's it's incredibly thin, Monica. I don't know, I don't know why you're bothered by that. I mean, if you go for something like, I don't know if you women know that there's a company called Glad Rags that has you it's reusable panty liners. So we're not we're not saying you have to reinvent the underwear system here. <laughs> you know, we we just want we just want something to, that's portable, that's that's disposable, thank God, and that's thin and fresh. Two two thumbs up for the um, what's the name of it? And isn't it two paws up in your system? Oh, two paws up. I'm sorry. <laughs> two paws up. I'm getting my 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 segments confused. Okay, Sheila. I just I I think we should recap now. Okay, you're let's... you're obviously a lover of the Freedom Trail and the Freedom Mile. You love all of these products. They make you feel fresh. You gave, I think, two th- paws up to everything. I, on the other hand, am, I, I'm embarrassed uh, by these products. And I don't feel like I'm at the point in my life where I need them yet. However, I will make the exception for the always clean wipes when you're on the road and on the go they could help you out. If you're on the go to the restroom, they, they could definitely help you out. You're going to need. Okay. Well, I mean, this has been fun. I really hope um, we've informed uh, the masses. And I, I can't wait for our next Lab Rats, Monica. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to do. But we're going to do something soon. Something should, soon. Should ask for some uh, suggestions. Do you want... In the in the Facebook group, do I know you said you were going to do fries? You were going to do fast food fries. So mm-hmm. there's already people that want that, but maybe we can get some other suggestions. Oh, definitely. Yeah. In the meantime, we'll be fresh, <laughs> and we'll be um, and we'll be paraben free, hopefully. <laughs> All right. No. Either probiotic or prebiotic. Ooh. And post postbiotic. <laughs> I'm still I'm still amazed that Monica drove miles out of her way to buy a couple of wipes and a couple of pads. I can't believe it. But that's okay, Monica. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. You're welcome, Ju. You know, as usual, you don't really know where to go after the lab rats. So uh <laughs> um just a couple of notes. Thanks, everyone who voted in the podcast awards for the Satellite Sisters in the, the category of uh, People's Choice and General. We will know in January, but we appreciate you doing that every day. So I know that was a pain in the neck, but thanks, thanks, thanks for doing that. Also, this week on the Chaos Chronicles, I had a chance to talk to one of our uh, uh, longtime listeners who also happens to be like a world-class fabric designer and crafter, Betts White. And we had a really nice interview. So I'm going to post a link to that at the Satellite Sisters homepage. She does amazing things on her websites. Um, unfortunately for the Dolan girls, you have to actually make all of them. So we're out. But I know that there are other people that can actually put together her beautiful baby quilts and her pillows and her fantastic bags and things like that. And then Liz, you wanted to mention something too, right? 
Yes, I have a note from our old friend Liz Nuprint. Those of you who are longtime listeners to the radio show will remember that Liz Nuprint was our fitness editor. And every week she would come on the show and give us some sort of health, wellness, fitness test. Well, Liz is now at abcnews.com. And occasionally on my Facebook page, I repost things that Liz has written about for ABC News. Most recently, I reposted the things she did about how those chicken jerky treats are really deadly for dogs so in case case you wanted that so she covers the whole gamut anyway i got an email from her this week saying that on tuesday november 19th so this tuesday um they are trying to raise money for food banks around the country and that for every tweet during the hour from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. So this is Tuesday, 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, For every tweet they get, ABC will donate $1 to Feeding America. So if you want to help restock uh, food banks all over the U.S. right before Thanksgiving, um, if that kind of thing is important to you and it is the time of year, I know when we're all thinking about that. The hashtag is at ABC. DRB chat and DRB is all um, all caps. So hashtag ABC DRB chat. I'll also put this on the Facebook group. I'll put a, a link. So it's um, that's on Tuesday. If that's a niche hunger in America, if that's something you care about and you want to just support our old friend Liz Neprint at ABC News, I wanted to throw that out. She would really um, she would appreciate the support. All right. Anybody else? Do anybody else have anything going on this week? <laughs> Any hashtags? Okay. All right. I guess that's it. (laughs) I got one other thing. The the end of this week, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I'm in Brazil right now. But on Wednesday and Thursday, I will be in Santiago, Chile. And uh, that's a place I've never been before. So I'm kind of psyched to see, um, to see what Chile is like. And when, Liam, you know, when you and I were talking the other day on the phone about this, you said something I thought was really funny and so true. She's like, you know, it's just one of those places where I'm picturing Brazil and Chile and Santiago could be like an hour from where you were or eight hours from where you are. And I really would, would have no idea. <laughs> It's really cool. somehow you think, well, as long as I'm in the southern hemisphere, everything must be really close together. So um, that's not always true, but it's a it's a four hour flight from here to Chile that I'll be on uh, later in the week. So on next week's show, I will be home next Sunday and I will have a cl- complete report about Brazil and Chile. All right. Thanks. Oh, good, Liz. Right. That'll be fun to hear. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear about Chile. All right, everybody. I think we better wrap this up. Um, but have a good week, sisters. You too. You too. All right. All right. And don't forget, call your satellite sister. Too much to hide